today's episode, Dave interviews actress and director Amy Seeley. Amy's a former Second City faculty member and is also a founding member of The Factory. I'm Ian Foley, and this is ADD Comedy. The Ted Offensive. Yeah. Yeah, that's where my dog would go to. If I had a dog. I don't have a dog anymore. Oh. Yeah. It's okay. It's I good. remember. Yeah. It's really good. Whoa. I know that sounds weird. Oh, I, I understand that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're a cat person. Yeah. But you can't Alex have dogs touch you at all. Alex was 20 and a half when he... When he took the trip to the yeah. other place. <laughs> he took the trip, you see, to the other he place. He took the trip. Right? He's not on this plane anymore. No, he's not. But you know what? He's pain-free. Right. And... They are, to, our pets are now pain-free. That's what I look at. And that too. was... Oh. And to watch them surrender that form. Yeah. You know, when you watch them, yeah. when you put them down and they yeah. go to the other place and you look at that thing and you watch the, the dog or the cat go, hey. Yeah. And then you go, oh, yeah, that buoyancy that was in there is just a buoyancy that's in there. It's yeah. not what it is that he is. And Alex, it was my first time ever being present right. for that process. Right. And as, as when his heart stopped... He completely relaxed, of course. Right. And he was pain-free. Right. And he looked like a kitten. Oh, shut up. He had that just, yeah, it was just. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's. And he was free. Right. And he was free. He was free. He was was free. free. Every every muscle, every joint just went. Right. Oh, my. And he knew. And he knew and he let us know. Because we were aware of, we must be aware of when he knows. Right. Because he'll know when his quality of life has no quality. It's pretty great. It's, it's really great. And it shows you, it's, sort of, it's not sort of, it is like an improv scene where if you want to think about what it is that the scene is going to end with, you have no fucking idea. And, with and a, why should you? No, it's like... So what's it, wrong with you? What's wrong with, <laughs> no, what's wrong with you? Uh, I know when, when, Katie and I were, you know, when Katie and I were told that Boyd had cancer, she wanted to talk <clears> about when we would put her, him down. And I was thinking... I don't know. Why are we going to talk about this now? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's her way of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. That's her way of dealing with the, how the scene goes. And Let's have a plan. Let's have let's a plan. Let's outline a plan. Clearly. Let's a, outline a, a an plan. An action plan. It's always about a plan and a list and a plan. And I'm not knocking that because it's not me. Right. It's a valid choice. It's just not your choice. Exactly. And I think a lot of people have to know that your choice is your choice, and my choice is my choice. Mm-hmm. And it's the way that I look at it. And if I want to do something different than that, if, or if I want to, that's my choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's hard, and I, I know that I used to struggle with it, like, what do you mean? I need to have validation, and you need to make, I need to make sure that everything's going on a path. And it doesn't have to be going on a path, you know? You just have to be aware of now. Mm-hmm. I'm reading, I read this book, uh, Go to the Places <clears throat> That Scare You by Pima Chodron. And I'm scared of that book. It's a scary book. <laughs> There's a pre-book saying, go to the book about going to the book about going to the book that scares you. I can only get to the pamphlet. <laughs> There's a blurb that is kind of... There's a, are you, are you, I want to I have a blurb club. So instead of, having, <laughs> instead of having a book club, I have a blurb club. And you know, people still wouldn't read the blurb. It's like, I got to tell you, I couldn't get kind of a blurb. Um... The blurb was a little heavy for me. <laughs> it was. It, it I clicked turn. back one page and I just read the sentence. 
exactly. And it was a, it, the font was too bold, <laughs> so I had to change the font. Oh my god! <laughs> What's wrong? What am I doing? Am I ruining? Am I ruining the podcast? No, no, no. Uh, there was we had a guest on the podcast not too long ago, and he kept smoking pot, like sitting in that chair, just smoking. Pot. Was it Mark Maron? <laughs> Mark Maron. Noted podcaster, Mark uh, Maron. It was a guy that was sitting there, and he was, and he was trying not to, he was, like, he had a one hit, and he would be, he had a jacket on as well, so every time, he was trying to be discreet, and he'd be like, <laughs> He's every sound engineer's nightmare. <laughs> yeah, but the sound engineer didn't, like, And he was eating celery? He was eating celery. <laughs> He's eating celery and crackers, right? And he had one of those. And he was practicing his one-man band. His Klegel, uh, one-man band, Klegel band. No, did I cross the line? Um, the, and the click. No, Kegel. Kegel. Did you Kegel. say Klegel? I think I did. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm looking at you, thinking, "Oh, Amy's thinking about something right now." And you were thinking, That's, you were going through like, the words, and going, what, what is the Klegel? What the hell is? What's the Klegel? <laughs> Right, right, right. I'm not we've even awake yet. No. No. No, 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 no. Um, I've been really having a great time with these uh, with these podcasts. I've been having a great time having people sit in the chair and, and like pulling things out of them, not literally but figuratively pulling things out I of them. I feel too far from you. Are you? Then move Can closer. I move closer? Move closer. Now that's too close. Uh-oh. All right, now that's uh, perfect. Spatial relationship. So um, we had somebody on the other day and I found myself surrendering to the fact that I'm not in charge of this podcast anymore. You know, the idea that the person that was in the, in the chair is a host of a show. <laughs> Oprah and Winfrey. And he was hosting. It was Oprah Winfrey. It was Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> uh, She's very was, controlling. I mean, that's is. how she built an empire. But you know what? She could be more open and nice. So he was sitting there telling me. Like, not There's telling agreement. Me, going, There's agreement yeah. here. Yeah, I've always wanted to say that out loud. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you, Oprah. Fuck you, Oprah. She could be more giving. Right. I hope that sound goes on for a while. So, um, uh, that's uh, my landscaping team. It's so they, they travel with me. It's so hard. <laughs> are we going to have an issue with that? Um, so anyway, he's sitting in that chair, and he's and it, what, what's happening is is I'm feeling the podcast go away from me. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling I'm just feeling it going away from me, and thinking, what am I going to do here? What am I going to do here? And just surrender to it, and just surrender to it. What should we do? Should we have that? It's a okay. Fix it in post. Or, or take a gigantic pair of scissors and just snip them. <laughs> as they, as you, instead of surrendering. Right, right, exactly. You're done. Snip. You're done. This podcast is over. It's over. I said it's over. Um, and then I had somebody else who was just telling stories, and we have to sit back and go, you know what? I'm going to let that story, let you just tell stories, yeah. tell stories. Thanks for having me, by the way. I'm so glad you're I'm here. I'm so delighted to be here. I'm so glad you're here. And, and it took approximately 45 seconds to drive here. Yeah, I live close to everything. You do? Yeah, I live really close to everything. I love living here. I love, especially with that noise. Yeah. I love living here. I love this area. I love this street. Yeah. I love the fact that on this street, there are no buildings that were built after the 40s. <gasps> None, not one. Plus, you can larch it anytime you want. You can larchy. Oh, I walk over, over to Larchmont to all the time and I sit. I used to be the mayor of Larchmont, but I'm not anymore. Oh. You know, where I'd go, everybody'd go, like, hey, buddy, what's happening? Hey, Judy Bird. Right. And there's a guy who sits outside Pete's, um, Pete's? One of the mm-hmm. star Pete's coffee mm-hmm. places. And he. At the south end? 
something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he hands dogs. He's like, can you want your dog to have a treat? I'm like, no, I don't want you to give him a treat my fucking dog. Don't give a treat no. to my dog. And, he, and he, the look on his face is like, what do you mean? I'm like, what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know who dog. you are, strange person. Exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> when you did this, I thought you were going to say... And he and he sits in front of Pete's and he he passes out judgment. Exactly. He, he has a gavel. He has a gavel. Like, no, 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 no. How long have you been here? How long have you been in LA? Uh, it will be thirteen years, February February first. Uh huh. And how's it going? It's going it's going great. What did you think? And then what is it? Uh when I when I arrived, I thought, oh, this is where I'm supposed to be. You did yeah. immediately. You went. Immediately. This, is where this is where I'm supposed to be. Immediately. Because of the temperature. Because of the energy. Because of the feeling. Right. Because of the. I. It just. It just felt like. I put on an old sweater and I was supposed to be here. Uh huh. And I had visited a, like. Mm, I think in '99 I came here. Uh huh. For just like a, a week or a week a long weekend and I had that same sort of. And I was with Chicagoans who were very, meh, I will never move here, blah, 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 blah. Right. And I thought, I really like it here. And don't tell anybody. Don't, no I really must, like it here. No one must know my secret. But it's about surrendering those friends, too. Yeah. Not abandoning them, but surrendering them. Correct. And slowly those people faded away because, because their main focus was complaining about Los Angeles. Oh, boy. You have no patience for complainers. I really don't, unless they're entertaining, and right. then they can, then I will I will willingly hang with them. But right. yeah, I really, I really don't. It it is it is tiring. Mm-hmm. It is a waste of time. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. It makes me tired. And that's what I love about you <clears throat> and, and and your husband Mike Ross. And what I love about you guys is like you don't you don't suffer fools gladly, and you also don't you will not hold your tongue. And I don't mean to say that you're rude. You'll go. That's not right. But you just did that, it was not right. And to be in the presence of somebody like that, where you go, oh, that's how I could be. Mm-hmm. And it's really quite awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And, that, and that's a thing that I came into, that the, the meanness of that, mm-hmm. the Amy Seeley-osity of, hey, I don't have to put up with some stuff in the world. I can say no to some stuff. Right. And not worry about whether or not people will like me anymore. Right. <gasps> when did that happen? Because it's happened to me too where I think I don't... And every once in a while I'm, I'm tested on that. I'm challenged mm-hmm. on that. Whether, oh, people like me or they don't like me and I'm challenged yeah. on that. But when did that happen? What, were, what was the one thing where you go, that's not going to work anymore? Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, think, I think it has, it has mutated mm-hmm. over Involved. the course of my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are times when I, I felt like, I'm really defiant and I'm so cynical and I've figured this world out, but I still really want everyone to like me. Right, you guys? <laughs> you, this I, thing sucks, but you guys, are, we're okay still, right? Yeah. And then that faded, 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 faded. And I think probably when I turned 30 mm-hmm. was when I had a big fat, wow, it really, really doesn't matter. It really, really, really doesn't matter what what's going on in other people's heads no, regarding me. <laughs> right, right. That's so true. And I've said it here before, the idea of like what you think about me is none of my business. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Thank and, you, Al-Anon. I love that. Right. I love it. And, and what thing, people think about you is none of your business. Right. And that's a hard thing to wrap your head around because you go, that's not true. It's like everybody. 
No, everybody, even your loved ones. It's none know, of your beeswax. It's none of your business, <laughs> what they think about you. It's none of your beeswax. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how, I think that people go, but wait a minute. But that's true of any spiritual journey, I think, is you're going to fight a lot of those things to go, no, that does matter. And then after a while you think, no, that does not matter. That doesn't Whatever matter. Whatever that is, mm-hmm. does not matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you say at the center of that is trust? Self-trust. Yeah. Yeah. And just owning that what you are is good enough. Right. That you're good enough right now. Right. This right. you that you are right now is good enough. Right. Uh, and a lot of that has to do, I mean, my love of, of improvisation is all about that. Mm-hmm. Right now is good enough. It's never going to be anything other than what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And if you want to look at it as a bad thing or a good thing, you can, but it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Either it's getting you down the path or not getting you down the path. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And you're very good about that just in terms of the, uh, the evolution of a, cre- a creation of a piece or a group or teaching. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you feel that way? I feel I feel that that is my strength, getting people to the core of what is really important. Right. What is really, really important is what is happening to you, what is happening in this experience, what is happening at this moment is really interesting and significant. But I'm not following the rules. There are rules. Yes, there are guidelines. Right, right. There are. Right. Sure, sure. Sure. There are training wheels. Right. And then they fall off. And they fall off. And they fall off. And, one, and that's the thing. I think we forget what, we, what it was like to have training wheels. Literally yeah. having training wheels. Yeah, to say yeah, yeah. One, one, because there was a moment where whoever it was that put training wheels on your bike, your mom, your dad, your brother, whatever, your uncle, whatever it was going to be, one day went, no. Or you went to get your bike and your dad brought it out and went, <laughs> Today's the day. And you go, what the? Can't we? And you go, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. And I remember when my dad took the training wheels off, and they show you, well, this ages me, of course, which I love. He took the training wheels off, and we would we rode the bike in a parking lot behind our house, and I fell and just rug burned the shit out of my knees, and I could not stop crying. And my dad said, "There's a new movie out. What do you say we go to see this new movie?" The birth of a nation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. The great train robbery. And we all sat in the theater, and people were screaming, there's a train coming! It's like, I knew it was a movie, a, movie, a flicker. It was the horse in profile. Exactly. Where's it going? Um, and uh, it was Mary Poppins. Oh! oh. It was Mary Poppins. And I God remember, like, crying, and, and then we go to see Mary Poppins. And, like, but those moments where you take the training wheels off, and someone pushes you, and you go, I can go now. I can mm-hmm. do this. And anybody listening to this knows that feeling. If you ride a bike, there must be people that don't ride a bike. Sure. I hate those people. I don't. Fuck those no bike riders. I hate them. When I was in Amsterdam, there was a guy, I said, I said to a guy in Amsterdam, a Dutch man, I said, um, I, I got a new car. He's like, oh, okay. And I said, uh, it's uh, whatever it was. It was a Honda or something. And he said, great. And I said, what kind of cars do you drive on? He goes, I don't drive. I said, what do you mean you don't drive? He goes, I don't drive. I said, you've never driven a car? He said, I've never driven a car. I've never gotten behind a wheel. Never driven a car. Never. I've been a passenger car, of course, but I've never mm-hmm. driven a car. You never want to drive a car? Why would I want to drive a car? Why do I need to drive a car? And you look at that, and that's the same sort of spiritual journey where you say, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. But he just doesn't want to drive a car. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the fact that it costs $10,000 to get a driver's license. <laughs> or something crazy like that. Or you go, why do I fucking want to drive a car? Because it's really hard to drive there. No, because they of don't all want the canals. You to drive. They don't want you to drive. 
We'd rather that you not drive. Exactly. We'd rather Citizens you not of drive. Amsterdam. Exactly. Says the Dutch. <laughs> so we say the rather, Dutch. Right. So say the Dutch. And there's that guy outside the bookstore with his gavel going, no, <laughs> uh, yes, so say the Dutch, no. And all restaurant bills shall be divided equally. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's another thing the Dutch Thank don't you. do. Thank you. Thank you. The, to Dutch got the Dutch don't. They go Dutch. And to go Dutch in, in, in the Netherlands, because there was a woman, I said, what's it like to date? And she said, we don't date. Mm-hmm. I said, what do you mean you don't date? Because what we do is there's something called, uh, there's a concept called chazelech. <laughs> chazelech means conviviality. These are which, pretend words. Isn't that funny? <laughs> um, conviviality, which means people just hang out. Yeah. They're just happy to be with other people. They're just with other people. And, and yeah. you and I wouldn't go on a date together. I don't know, maybe this woman that I was talking about was full of shit. But she said, no, we don't date. We just hang out with each other. And you do look at people and they just, they're, they're all hanging out with each mm. other. Fritz and Hans. Fritz and Hans and, and the guy, the little Dutch <laughs> boy. And Udo. <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. and Schurzendur and Glark and Exactly. Have you been to Europe? No. I've never been outside of the continental United States. You have not? The continental United States? No Mexico, no Canada. Uh-huh. Mm-mm. Why do you hate those people? Um, because they're not like me. Right. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. You, but I think about conviviality. And 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 wait, wait, wait. I have to say, when I tell people that I've never been to Europe or traveled the world or whatever, this is the response I often get. But you seem like someone who's totally been to Europe. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. You don't tell me. I don't know what that means. They're wrong. You seem like somebody who's never been outside the continental United States. Uh, Why is that happening? (laughs) But you, you you and Ross hang out a lot. You do. You watch a lot of TV, right? I love sweet, delicious television. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Which, which, which ones? Um, I love The Mad Men at Breaking Bad. Yeah. And, um, oh, d- recently geeked out on Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Because the HBO arrived. What do you mean it arrived? We didn't have HBO. And then we got this, like, free promo. Got it. So, so they said, here's have some HBO for a while. Uh-huh. And we said, we will take advantage of this situation. And we will on demand that Game of Thrones. Goddamn right. And, oh, that is fantastic. What do you like about it? Um, <laughs> the nudity for no reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dramatic monologue to, prepare, to perform for you while two women go at it for no reason. There's, uh, do you Love know, it. Are you watching? And Godwalk I scream every all? time it happens. Ah! Naked for no reason. <laughs> if you were a drinker, yes. you'd go and a shot every D&D time. D and D plus right. boobies is fun. There's a there was a shot there was in Boardwalk Empire. There's a, a mean guy. I still haven't seen it. I'm not gonna I'll blow anything. For You're you. ruining everything. There are mean people in Boardwalk <laughs> okay, Empire. No, really mean guy. <laughs> and he was in a whorehouse, and something bad happened, and he's in the middle of like just fucking this person, and and. <laughs> And suddenly, oh no, he's he's got auto asphyxiation. Of course, you know, and and, <laughs> and then suddenly comes somebody comes in and shoots the the prostitute that's with him, and he goes running down the hall naked with his with his over the heart on flopping. Oh, and you're going, we've reached that point. Yes, we're there. We're there. We're, I think we're beyond there though. There's been more before there. Yes, oh, there's yeah, been yeah, yeah. that before there. Well, one of the things that I think about when I think about you, because you were one of the teachers uh, when we all taught it at Second City, is I remember you going to places that people, other people, wouldn't go to. Ah, <gasps> I did. You did, but that's the way that you think. Like you, yeah, you, you, you not you, those guidelines that you talk about. Those go away. Mm-hmm. 
those go away. Mm-hmm. And you're really good at getting people to, to, to follow you on that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's sort of a thing that was my thing back in Chicago. Um, you know, the Factory Theater turned uh, 20. I know, Mazel tov. In October yeah. of 2012. So, um, and that's sort of where it started. I think that's sort of where it started, mm-hmm. this idea that, well, we, we could be creating art that's dangerous and makes people uncomfortable. But won't that make people uncomfortable? Yeah. Right. That will. <laughs> but what was that show that you had about the Second City? Um, it was called Second City Didn't Want Us, or Is There a Spot in the Touring Company for My Girlfriend? Right. <laughs> and all that had, but didn't that have to do with, you know what, we're going to do our own thing? Yeah. Yeah. So what was it the motivation was, behind that? that, was that well, one? the birth of the factory came about, it was um, a small group of us that were in class together at the Second City in the conservatory. Mm. And we tried and tried and tried and failed and failed and failed to get into one of the touring companies. You all did. We all Everybody. did. Everybody. Nobody all, made it. We all, nobody made it. Way uh-huh. one person made it. <laughs> After the factory was founded, Jeff Rogers made it into the touring company. Oh, Jeff Rogers, right. Yeah, so right. he said, I'm so glad we founded this touring company or this theater together. I have to go be in the touring company <laughs> right. in Second City. Yeah. <laughs> I directed him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, then we, so that was the inspiration. That's, that was the inspirato for the birth of the factory. Mm-hmm. We, we are tired of playing by other people's rules. Right. And we want to make our own art on our own terms. Um, and we're going to be wildly successful. And we just decided that. And we were all in our early to mid-20s. Right. So we were adolescents, essentially, building our own fort right. out of pillows and, and comforters. Right. Or sleeping bags. And... We just, we just did it. We were just, we just did it. We didn't sit around and think about anything that, all the bad stuff that could happen or, or all the ways that it wouldn't work or no, not what was me ever. Right. We right. were, we were angry at Second City for, you know, like um, a little while. Right. But then we got ourselves up and running and we were the darlings of the Chicago the critics and theater scene pretty fucking fast. God damn it. And we just, di- we just did it. We were flying by the seat of our pants, and right. we put up a brand new original show every eight weeks. When one show was running, another show was rehearsing. And then, and then they would... That's how factories the, work. That would, show would close, and a right. new show would open. Uh, and if you <clears throat> did not... If you did not get, uh, air quotes, rejected by the Second City, that wouldn't have driven you down that path. Right. I would not be sitting here right now. Really? Yeah. yeah. You don't know that. I th- I'm, you so thankful. I'm so I'm thankful to that organization for, at the time, letting me know that it was not my time. Right. It was not my time. No. And it absolutely was not my time. Right. Because I was 22, and I didn't know anything about the world. Right. And I was arrogant, and I was cynical, and I was bitter, and I was somebody that other improvisers didn't necessarily want to play with. Right, don't But be I that didn't guy. know that, because mm-hmm. I was Judgy Judgenstein. Right. You're in a fortress of your... You're, you, you put a fortress around you so you wouldn't get hurt. Of course I did. Of course I did. Of uh, course. And I was... And additionally, I lost my dad when I was 16, mm-hmm. so I was still grieving right. very much. Interesting. Yeah. Right. So putting all of myself into the factory was, for me, it was drama therapy, mm-hmm. it was art therapy, and it was, um, 
it was also a protective state of denial. The, this, this family, this Second City institution, which I perceived as a family, this family unit rejected me. Well, then I'll just go build my own family because <laughs> my family was fractured with the loss of my dad. So, right. so then the factory was, an, was a family and it was imperfect and we took care of each other and we were fiercely competitive and we busted each other's balls Oh, brutally harsh, harsh. Uh-huh. We called it the hurt game. Oh, we hurt each other so much. How many of you were mostly, there? Mostly to our faces. Right, right. <laughs> um, there were five of us initially, and then we grew pretty quickly. Uh-huh. We grew within the first uh, six or seven years. We had an ensemble of like 50-plus people. Jeez, 5 Yeah, yeah. Th- that, that The idea of... Uh, uh, of having a challenge in front of you and to accept the challenge and to run into that, that is such a, it seems to me that that's, a, that's the strongest teacher of all. The idea of when you, when you are rejected, when you are arguing with somebody, those are the times that you look at yourself and you say, what is it about this that I need to overcome? What is it about this that I need to accept? What is it about this that I need to, to, to step away from? Or, um, as Pima Chodron was talking about in this book, remain seated. Don't get up and attack it. Remain fucking yeah. seated. And that's not to say remain seated with a blanket over your head. It's remain seated and just go, this is happening. Yeah. And I need to know where my joy is mm-hmm. and to follow that, but to still accept the fact that there are things that are going to be thrown at me. Yeah. Just soak in it. Just soak in it. And your soaking in it is accepting it because you cannot not soak in it. Mm-hmm. Whether you deny soaking in it or not, it's still going to be there. Yeah. And all those 50 fucking people, the, the fact that Second City guided you over here, and that's not to say, yay for Second City for rejecting you. That's more along the lines of they're doing their thing, and their rejection of you has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a group of us got together, uh, I think, when did we get together? A little bit before Christmas at this Farmer's Market. Christmas. Yeah, this past Christmas, a bunch of us from the factory got together, and uh, it was Sean Abley and Mike Meredith. Mm-hmm. They were they were so three of us of the five founders, and then you know a couple other factory people got together at the farmers market to have brunch, and because we were Sean and Mike went back to Chicago because there was a big cocktail party reception celebration the with factory. the current factory ensemble, uh-huh. and where are they? Um, they rent from the prop theater. Okay. okay. So they do. They don't. They don't. They only do like four shows a year now. Uh-huh. They don't. They don't crank out the hits like uh-huh. we did back in the day. So we get. To, we got together and somebody brought up the Second City show, and I said, "Oh my God! Remember when we were rehearsing that show and we thought we were making the most deadly, dangerous choice one could ever make." Right. And, and we, we, we were all laughing hysterically. Like, we were terrified. We were terrified. We were terrified. Right. What were you terrified of? I think I know, but what were you terrified of? That, that, we, would, uh, that we would be just dismissed, that we would be cut off right. from the Ostracized. entire city of Chicago. 
that a wall would be built around right. our space at 1257 West Loyola. That, right. that the, the L would not, no longer go all the way to the Loyola L stop. Exactly. <laughs> they would jump over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to come to your show, but the L doesn't I stop there sorry. anymore. Well, but Apparently what? Apparently something happened. A theater company she opened up. Complete like, shutdown of this. What? And that didn't happen at all. The opposite no. of that happened. It Pretty much the opposite of that happened. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of press. Right. It was very dangerous. It was very exciting. Right. It was, it was you know, it was creatively stimulating and... And then the show closed after, I think, six or eight weeks. And then we were done, and then we kept making more stuff. What's the takeaway? Uh, do it anyway. The takeaway is do it anyway. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Fucking yeah. do it anyway. But what are people going to think? But what about, but what, and then, and then, and just, just do it anyway. And, and also looking at what you do, what I do, what Mike Ross does, what, what, all, what all, everybody that, that, that I look at and I hold in such high esteem, um, Tracy Burns is coming over. Do you know Tracy? I Impro don't. theater, like those people no. at Impro theater, Dan O'Connor, Tracy Burns, uh, uh, Michelle Spears, like these people are here and they're doing something different now because they, they're guided on this path. They're going, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. What is it that you want to do? And what if you could do it? Mm-hmm. What would it feel like for you to do it? What would it feel like for you to open up your own theater? What would it feel like for you to open up your own show that was a stick in the eye uh, to the giant that's there? What would that mm-hmm. feel like? Mm-hmm. And isn't that fucking more exciting than to be at your house and to go whoa and to look at and watch cheat and not be able to fucking watch anything but Animal Planet <laughs> and that way because you're you're not going to bump into a friend of yours on a television show. Uh-huh. You know, you're just going to watch larger uh-huh. animals eating smaller animals and uh-huh. it's like ah, at least I didn't have to audition for that, right? And get right. rejected. <laughs> Instead, just to be able to go, we are on our own path mm-hmm. and our rejection again has nothing to do with us yeah 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 and this and and furthermore just to touch on the watching television and seeing people that you know right seeing you know i see it i was watching the office and a an actor entered the room and i said will greenberg yeah and Mike said who and I said he was in with Rob Kirkovich and Molly Beck Ferguson he was in their level 5 Yeah, he's awesome and now he's on the office I'm so proud yay as opposed to why him and not me (laughs) well because I'm not a man and I don't look like the actor that's playing the dad because that's his path that's not my path that's not my path Oh, podcast ruined. That's not my path. Right here. How's this? Right? Right here? Is that right? I broke it. That's not my path. That's not my fucking path. That's not my path. And the idea of like all, like, like the paths of, because if you're going to look at somebody and go, if you're going to look at someone and be jealous of one person, then you've got to be jealous of everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know? So if mm-hmm. I'm jealous of, if I'm jealous of, um, I don't know, I don't know, whatever, whatever, uh, uh, Eddie Jemison. Do you know Eddie? No. So if I'm je- jealous, jealous of Eddie Jemison, like, why is he in all these movies? Well, then I might as well be jealous of any um, uh, small person on television, too, you know? <laughs> they like to be called small midgets. Is that what they like to be called now? I don't know. But I'm looking at Is going, he petite? No, no, it's my height. But I'm going, if I'm going to be, well, I'm going to be jealous of Oprah Winfrey. You're I'm very small. Be Goldberg. I'm very tiny. You're in my pocket right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a lint. So, like, if, the, the whole jealousy thing, 
I, to be able to let that go, professional jealousy, to be able to let that go and to know this person's path is this person's path. It's not my path. Mm -hmm. My path is my path. Mm -hmm. and there are people that are looking at me or looking at you and saying, well, how come they get to do that? It's like, I don't, yeah. it's not, how come I yeah. get to do that? For me, the, the challenges of living in Los Angeles are, there are a couple challenges. One is that... Parking? I don't even pay attention to parking. Yeah. <laughs> it's a major metropolitan city, of you know, course. I love, parking I love, is a I love challenge. That when, when you would introduce a class, the first thing that you would say when I said it, okay, everybody, listen. Did you just hear my stomach growl? Uh, awesome. Um, when I'm hypoglycemic, so I'll need to snack pretty soon. Oh, we're going to have, uh, we've got cake. Did you bring deli? No, I have cookies. <laughs> I have a cookie. I have a cookie. So, um, uh, that first thing you would say is, ladies and gentlemen, there's traffic. Deal with it. Okay, so anyway, there's traffic in Los in Angeles. Challenges yeah. in LA, and no one wants to hear your story of right. traffic, no. unless unless here's my here are my exceptions. Unless um, there was a dramatic accident, right? Then I want to hear about that. And then then we will all stop. Or right. if if um, you are late due to a celebrity, then I want to hear the entire story. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm late because uh, Vincent D'Onofrio rear-ended me. Ah! <laughs> Okay, begin. And, go <laughs> and from the beginning. And go um, who was it that was telling me? I think it, Laura was the one that told me that I didn't know this, that Joaquin Phoenix has a hair lip. And she goes, everybody knows that, David. Everybody knows that, David. Everybody. Did you guys know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because I was going, why is he sneering in every scene in, in The Master? And I'm like, why is he fucking sneering? And it's like sideways, like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? And I'm going, I fucking didn't take that. That was a weird character choice. <laughs> Laura said, Laura said, oh, Everyone knows that, but you, like, I don't think so. Anyway, the two challenges. A couple of the challenges. Los Angeles makes a very convenient scapegoat yes. for um, whatever is going on with your career, or whatever is not going on with your career in your life. Yes. Well, you know, L.A., flip, flip, flip. Right. No, it's just a city. Right. It's just it's a city. You. It's you. It's you. Yeah. And anytime a, a friend or, or I meet someone who's just moved here, I will tell them, Los Angeles is what you make it. This is a lazy place. Los Angeles is not going to knock on your door and wake you up every morning and say, hey, come on, be a part of us. <laughs> no. 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 Because no. every day is Saturday. <laughs> every so day is Saturday day in Los Angeles. In That's Los part Angeles. of why I love it. Because right. every day is like, what ifs, man? Right. It's Saturday. You know no, it's Tuesday. What? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's Saturday. But I'm... all the all the all the stuff you hate about yourself, all the all the obstacles that you put in front of yourself, it, it becomes magnified when you realize that every day is Saturday here. Right. So you not getting shit done with your life, you not owning your talent. And this is, you know, this is what I share with my students. This is what I share with friends who, who just move here. This is, you know, information I share with myself. I check in with myself every now and then. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a really easy, easy scapegoat. You can blame Los Angeles for all, all of what is not going right with your life. Right. Or you can succeed anyway. You know, because you can be creative here. Right. You can be creative here. You can. Well, it's all about who you know. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a it, it's an industry 
the foundation of this industry is conversations. Right. This is an industry built on conversations. So if you are a person who, if you are comfortable in your skin and you can make eye contact with someone mm-hmm. that you don't know very well right. and She's engage right them right. and have a conversation She's with them right and show some fucking interest in what they are saying, right. then people will want to talk to you more. Right. And people will want to cast you in things. Right. If you walk into the room radiating self-loathing, and self-hate, that's the energy you're bringing into the room. Ew, you stink. I don't want to cast you. I don't want you to be on my creative team. I don't want you to be my sound guy. Go away. You know, but if you come in and you radiate a a certain amount of self-confidence and self-love and acceptance, if you're comfortable in your skin, you radiate that energy and then... You you've got it figured out. I love what you've you got it like, figured out. In LA, people say it's who you know, but really, at the end of the day, the who you know is you. Yay! In LA, it's who you know. See what you did? See what you did there? Yeah. <laughs> you see what I did there? You Rizowski did. I totally. <laughs> you didn't Rizowski bad. Um, and it is that it is that idea of uh, of walking. There's so many things that you said that, that I don't want to just go. Rah, 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 is, I know, right? I say yeah, good things. I know you do say good things, and it is that. Uh, something that I that I, I think I picked up from you, and I pretend that it's from me, is that Thief. sense of uh, oops, oops. Uh, is it is, a bit or is it no, like a, a bit, philosophy? It's not, a bit, it's, not a bit, it's not a bit. It's a philosophy, and it's one of these things. And I maybe it's not yours, but I can see you saying it. And it's this: somebody has a complaint about something, and you say, "If you say so." <gasps> you know, that's something that you would say or have said. Because I, I think about you when I say that. Interesting. The idea that it's not it's true only if you say it's true. Yeah. And if you think that LA is against you, that's great. Yeah. But you, you know what else is against you? You define your own you define your Simi own experience. Against you. Every you know, Simi Valley's against you. Chatsworth. Chatsworth. Chatsworth, which is a good name for it. it's like Chatsworth. Would you close the door? Uh, Chatsworth is against you. you know? The city of industry is for you, oh. but commerce is against you. Here's what I imagine. I imagine that the city of industry looks like 1940. Right. And when you go there, it's all in black and white. Right, exactly. It's like you and it's like the hustle and bustle of dun, midtown dun, dun, Manhattan dun, 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 in 1940. Dun, 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 and the men are wearing sharp exactly. hats. And the right. ladies are walking with the handbags. Right. Every radio city station. City of has, industry. <laughs> every radio station has Raymond Scott on it. So it's like, dun, 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 Yeah, flat, dun, 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 that's a rooster. Why, why is there a rooster in my image of the city of industry? Because it's 1940. Why are there farm animals in the city of industry? Farm, farm animal adjacent time. Look here, city of industry ain't zoned for farming. You gotta get that cow out of here. Look at me denying your your. <laughs> no, you're adding to it. You're bringing no, in like, the, no. the man. You're bringing the man. Oh, okay. I guess I was. <laughs> it was a, a, bl- a, a denial in disguise. No. Denial disguised his character point of view. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't I denying him. My, my character, character was. was. <laughs> 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 Hi, Synchronicity. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was my character, and that's what I really love about uh, like. Uh, oh, I was in. I was teaching a class in um, Cal State Fuller, Cal State Fullerton. And this CS is the, Full? CS Full. Uh, which, That's what the kids call it. Said nobody. 
You know, <laughs> oh, I just used that. Ah, oh, that didn't sound good. <laughs> Said nobody. Said nobody. Oh, Can we get an edit on that? Yeah. Can we get a time code? Can we get an edit? Can we take So they out? don't want, one of the things that you have to sign is you've got to sign saying, not sign it, but you're not allowed to proselytize anything political or, you know, you're just a teacher. Oh, oh, oh. So right, I would right. come in there and I would say, because there's that prop where that Jerry Brown said, look, we've got to raise taxes for education. Right. Or we're going to cut out hundreds of millions of dollars from universities. Right, and I'm right. there saying, hey, kids. You know, I'm thinking, i got to tell the students this. Right. So I came in as this guy, character. It wasn't me. It was a guy named Rave Dazowski. <laughs> and I said, hi, I'm Rave Dazowski. And I'm playing this character. And I think that you guys should vote in favor did of this really Did you really, really do this? Yes, I really did. Did you really, really I really did this uh-huh, in every class. Uh-huh. And, uh, and they went... What do you mean, Rave? And I'm like, what do you mean, Dave? It's like, I don't know anybody named Dave. Rave does ask me. <laughs> and so I was playing that character, and I was, and, and then I went, and scene. Uh, and then we moved on to something else. Mm-hmm. But it is that, I, but as a teacher also, uh, as teachers and directors, we get to say things that, for me, my teaching, and I know your teaching is the same, is, we're artists and we're unfolding and furling as well. Our art is teaching. Mm-hmm. Is one of our it's one of our arts. Yeah, is yeah. teaching. Yeah. And and when we teach, we are throwing stuff out there too. Philosophies that we have. Do they work? Do they not work? And we're saying mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. And so as and and you're a master teacher as well. And and going into these classes and saying this is not about what it is. This is not about the class that we're teaching. Mm-hmm. What I'm teaching. What I'm teaching is about your relationship to you. Mm-hmm. And for you to walk out here, no matter where you are, in Cleveland, in Boston, in Newport, in Tampa, you know, to go, it's not about the city. And whatever education you're getting is about you living in that place. Mm -hmm. Tennessee Williams, I think, said, um, uh, when you're born, you are suddenly thrown into solitary confinement. Because ultimately, it's about you. Mm -hmm. This is about you and how you're dealing with you. And what's your relationship with you while you're in solitary? Because that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. And we bring people joy, the joy of knowing themselves and loving themselves. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah, I know you are. I know yeah. you are. Because for me, it's <clears throat> for me, there was a shift in how I was teaching and what, and, and some in in some ways what I was teaching that um, it the art form became for me more about it. it it's drama therapy. So we're here to heal. Mm-hmm. We're, uh, art, improvisation as an art form that heals. It's a healing art form. And, that, and then I became more relaxed right. as a teacher. Right. And I became less about rigid structure and no, do it this way and never do that and don't do that. Right. And, and it became, yeah, it became more about let's figure out who you really are. Right. Let's figure out the real you. And isn't that fucking terrifying? <laughs> Right. You know, right. you thought you were going to do skits in a little improv class and play some zip zap zap. No. We're going to do that a little bit. It's too. for real, you guys. Right. This is for real. Uh, there was, uh, I think Miles Davis, there was a book or something. I remember John Urbano telling me about it. A book uh, about, improvisa- about musical improvisation and jazz. And it was called As Serious as Your Life. <gasps> and I think that that's what, for me, what improvisation is. It's as mm-hmm. serious as your life. Mm-hmm. And to go in and go, we're really, we're really reflecting, helping you reflect. But we're also, some, you walk into a room, you, Amy Seeley, walk into a room, and people go, 
they, they, there's, a, there's, a, there's an abdominal spaciousness. Their lungs are clear. They're able to go, I can breathe because Amy's here. They see you. Mm -hmm. And then, and at that moment, that is who you are. Do you have doubts? Yes. Do you question things? Yes. Do you have all those things? Yes. But at the core of what it is that you're doing is your relationship to you. And the moment that you said, when you were talking earlier about... Um, that idea of the cynical you and all that sort of stuff, to be able to shed all that and go, you know what? It's not about me. Mm -hmm. does, that, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you're a model. Yeah. And then you're a model. Because I yeah. know a lot of people who look at you as a model, who look at you and go, and, 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 they, and you know that too, mm -hmm. that they look at you as a model and they... they I photograph as a model as You well. do photograph as a model. Well, um, supermodel. Yes, yeah, 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 you, yeah, you supermodel. What just happened? Something happened. Things. It was, it was, it was, it was but, but you're, you are, you know, there's, I love, I love living in a world where you know, there's you and Eric Honeycutt. Oh and, my God, what and, a gem. But also Martin DeMont, he had a birthday the other day. Mm. And, and the moment that somebody said, today's Martin DeMont's, the, the anniversary of his birth. And I went, Oh, Martin DeMott, right. And all the love that he brought to us. And, the, and, and when, you, when we talked together, there was, I could look at you and, and I could look at you and I know that, that we were both teaching from a Martin Foundation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, teaching people just how to be, teaching people how to accept who they are and giving them the strength to know that if there's stuff they don't like about themselves, they have the power to change that. And they can make different choices. Mm -hmm. Make different choices. You can make different choices. You can do it differently next time. <gasps> That's really true. Oh. I think about him directing my Level 5 show and that what, exactly what you just said. Like, make a different choice next time. And I'm yeah. like, oh, what? Yeah. I thought, what? We aren't, what? Because we can spend energy in our lives... Um, beating ourselves up about the choices we just make, we just made, right? And those choices are gone. In they're, they've been, they've evaporated into the mists of time. Exactly. No one cares. Right. We learned from it. We felt the sting of it, or the stench of it. Right. But we're done now, and we're moving forward. A, fr a friend of mine, uh, my friend Tom Swift, not that Tom Swift, but my friend Tom Swift, who lives, in, who's um, a, a gay man living in San Francisco. That sounds dangerous. It, well, I'm not saying it's right. Um, uh, but Tom is, How does he cope? <laughs> Who does he talk to? But Tom said today, because today was the inauguration, and he said it's the first time that anybody's mentioned gay equality, you know, uh, gender mm -hmm. equality, whatever, in an, in, in an inaugural speech. Right. And somebody's comment to this woman's comment to it was, yeah, but it really took a really long time. And it really, like, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, he did that, but it really took a long time. And I looked at her thinking, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why mm -hmm. are you holding on to that? That's old. It doesn't matter. What matters is it happened. Yeah. And if you want to hold on to, yeah, that happened, but it's like it does, the equivalence doesn't work. Mm -hmm. it, and why do you want to do that? Right. We can. We can certainly soak in that. Right. Or we can You're move forward. In it. Yeah. It's okay. It's yeah. It's okay. What, what is that? For, where, where you were soaking in it? Oh God uh, damn it! It's okay. It's. Uh, Palm olive. Palm olive. Yeah, you're soaking in it. It's like Madge. Yeah. Madge. Palm olive. Madge. There's a name that people don't have anymore. <laughs> they don't. No. <laughs> or Madge. Gladys. Gladys. But Bertha. You see, 
Bertha's dead. Bertha's, Bertha's gone. Dead. Bertha's gone. The name Bertha is gone. I think about that a lot. I think about is there I would is there a child right now who was born named Ralph? Like this is Ralph, and, and you want to go? To maybe, maybe, maybe. I would think that Madge would be a child born in Berkeley. Madge, mm-hmm. Bertha, not so much because Bertha is no. such a fat name. <laughs> You're asking your child to be fat. Not that anything wrong with oh, that. Oh, little baby, be fat. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, 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 maybe this is what you'll do. If it's a preemie, name your baby a fat name, mm-hmm. and then it'll just become add more weight to it by the very fact that it's... So all preemies should be named Bertha or Fatty Arbuckle. Right, 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 right. Or maybe Arbuckle. I got big hopes for you, preemie. Exactly, exactly. Preemie. Uh, Hang on, preemie. uh, While we're here talking about names, I just want to mention this to you Because this is your new podcast. Well, no, it's talking names. Talking about about names. names. Um, You have the best name ever. You You got the best name ever. You got I'm the not even name. listening to him. Awesome names, stupid <laughs> names, <laughs> awkward names, names that are spelled in a quirky way, names. names that are classic, names you know, names you don't, names that confuse you. <laughs> Talking about names. Amy Seeley is the best name. Amy Seeley is the best name. I agree. It's just a smile. <laughs> you cannot not smile and go, Amy Seeley. And yeah, you, it makes t- your face smile. I know. And, that's, and that's my Annie. tagline. Amy Seeley, I make your face, face smile. smile. <laughs> Bam. Amy Seeley. But you were going to change your name. You were thinking about it maybe for a second up to Ross. Amy Ross. I think that's Ed, I, as long as I thought about it. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Said- I'm kidding, husband who is listening <laughs> as he's on his walk well, in the neighborhood. Called, because, I love you, Mike Ross. But look at this. Mike Seeley? <laughs> That's a smiley guy too, right? Mike yeah. Seeley. Mike, Mike Seeley. Seeley. It's not Bruce Seeley. It's <laughs> no. Mike, where you're smiling already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike? Seeley. 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 Amy Seeley. Amy Seeley, right? I think uh, additionally, in, in, uh, in addition to my name being very like happy, smiley sounding, I think it also sounds like a type of pasta. Amy Seeley. Amy Seeley. <laughs> well, you know, for me, you're ABCD. ABCD. <laughs> <laughs> ABCD's coming over. ABCD. 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 No, ABCD does sound. Uh, what kind of pasta do you have? We have uh, fajol. We have the cavatappi. Cavatappi. <laughs> cavatappi sounds like a mispronunciation of somebody's name. No, it's cavatap. Cavatappi. Cavatappi. That's the name of a uh, name of a pasta. Yeah, that's a pasta, right? Yeah, cavatappi. You married an Italian person. Yeah, I've never heard. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. What? You're making shit up. You're making pasta. Fusilli. Fusilli. Fusilli and her sister. Amy. I will have the Amy Seeley with the. Uh, <laughs> we don't have Fusilli, but we have Amy Seeley. With the ragu. Ragu. With the ragu. duck ragu. Right. Uh, but your husband's Italian. He's very Italian. Yeah. Yeah, he is Italian. Ross is, he is very Italian. Italian. Uh, Rosucci. Rosucci. Yeah. <gasps> Rosucci. Yeah. They did the the change. Yeah. Um, That's too I think, bad. When did Grandpa Ross change the name? Maybe in the thirties. Did you almost say the phone book? Maybe Maybe in the phone book. book. I almost said the (laughs) forties. He changed the phone book. He went to every phone book in Chicago (laughs) and crossed it out. I'm just gonna be a second. I'm just gonna be a second. He crossed out the (laughs) Uchi. He deuchied. That is the new Snoop Dogg album. (laughs) The Uchi. Uchi, Uchi. Um, where are you teaching that? Crossing out the Uchi. Where are you teaching that? 
Mostly in my living room. Uh, but not where. <laughs> uh, you, you, you're doing the Amy, you were doing it in your living room. Is that right? I was. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I want people I to was, take your class. Thank you. I was renting space at the complex. Right. Which worked out beautifully. Right. And then, and then I had a couple writing sessions in my living room. Uh-huh. And it was wonderful. Right. It was wonderful. Because it was, it was my space, and and everybody was very safe and protected, and that's such a major thing great. for you to be safe it was and protected. Great. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. For teaching, yeah. And safe when and when being creative, right? And, and you gotta the, feel and the safe. idea of somebody bringing in negative energy, going, "This is not. That's not cool." No, no, this no. is not cool. I think I think people sometimes think that um, being in a compassionate, supportive, creative space where people are learning how to create comedy. I think mm. they think that there's not also going to be constructive feedback. Right. And that is too damn bad because I also lay the hammer down. Here's what's not working. Right. With your sketch. Here's what here You know what? The world does not need another priest pedophilia sketch. We no. really don't. We really don't need another Starbucks sketch. No. We really don't. But if you want to write it, Write the one that has never, ever been seen before right. in the history of all known things. Oh, my God. Then oh maybe God. I'll sort of think about letting you read it in class. Right. You know? Yeah. Which is hilarious. Right. Well, which you've is, got to live outside crazy. of their comfort zone. You know, yeah. some people who have never been out of the country. <laughs> They've never been out of the continental United States. There's some people. Not you, because you're the kind of person. And yet they radiate. A European sort of sensibility. Exactly. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. They do radiate. It's nice. It's nice to feel that way. They do radiate it. But, but the idea of... I have a friend who has been out of the United States, but only... I, I don't know why I love this, but she'll say, oh, I've never traveled outside the United States. Well, except to Finland. <laughs> And I always say, you know, it's come up in conversation a couple times, and I always say, but that counts. You know, I've never really traveled abroad. Well, except to Finland. Well, that counts. And then she's all dismissive of like, well, that's not, technically I haven't traveled. Uh, What? Then you went to another continent altogether. You went to Finland. You went to Finlandia. Exactly. You went to Finland. My understanding is the Finnish language is the hardest language to learn. (gasps) It's really, really hard. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that certain languages are built upon Finnish. I think a lot of Scandinavian languages are built upon Finnish. And um, they have a Finnish Finnish. But they, that is one of the most difficult languages. So she's fucked. I hate Don't her. Don't be friends with her anymore. I won't name her name. No. I won't even say what it rhymes with. Oh, now I have to guess. It can only be two things. <laughs> what? What? What just happened? It can only be a first and last name. Exactly. How it, tough could that be? I, re- I, I, I think that when I, when I do travel outside of the United States, mm-hmm. I, I will just, I will, I will gorge on every culture Every dialect, every, I mean, I will exhaust myself. Well, with... Amy, you're so curious anyway. I like, know! When you go to these places, <laughs> when, first off, when you get off the plane, mm-hmm. you're no longer on the plane, and you're in another country. And then you walk in, and you're looking at people going, what the fuck is going on? And the signs are in... Are, are, like, and they're just living their lives. Those people are just... They don't living. know that you just, you don't know what they are. No. They, they they're just like, do, 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 Exactly, exactly. And they're right. They're all part of an American in Paris soundtrack. So... They're all going through that, and then you go to the you go to a restaurant. You're like restaurant, 
what the fuck is going on? Because the mm-hmm. words are, what? Mm-hmm. And then there are things like, in, I remember when I got on the plane to go to Amsterdam, and I immediately went to this place called the Supper Club. And the Supper Club, Supper Club don't even start with that. But, but the, the urinals were higher <gasps> because the people are taller. No. Right. Is that your nightmare? No, it's not my nightmare because my equipment can just slop over the top. Fledung. Like, all right. Um, but it's... Like all those things that, and then you wake up, and the things that you think are easy to do are are more of like. Then you really, you really take it. You really get to appreciate what it takes to do something, what it takes to mm-hmm. learn something. Mm-hmm. That then, then you realize, oh, you know what? I wasn't able to walk right away. I had to learn how to crawl, and then all those things. And then as you get inculcated into that society, you start to mm-hmm. realize, oh, this mm-hmm. works this way, this works that way, this works that way. And you are awake more than ever before mm-hmm. because you're really paying attention to shit. I think, we, I think I will, yeah, my brain will just, I, it will just be an amazing experience. Just, it's really exciting. Just, it's really exciting. Yeah. Um, all right, speaking of exciting, we're going to stop there because that's how it ends. Thank you for listening to the ADD Comedy Podcast. For Dave Rosowski, I'm Ian Foley. For more information on ADD Comedy, you can visit our website at www.theaddcomedytour.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at ADD Comedy Pod. If you're in the Los Angeles area and you're interested in taking a class with Dave, you can find that information at his website at www.davidrosowski.com. Sound services for the ADD Comedy Podcast was brought to you by Post Apocalyptic.